Thank you for joining and tuning in to our church school lesson for today, November the 22nd. 2020. Today's church school lesson is being done in a different way. We're usually recording video, uh, but this particular Sunday, I wanted to test and to uh, record our video via podcast, because as you know, We are in the days of COVID-19 and the pandemic. And what we ought to be doing is trying to find new and innovative ways to be able to distribute the word of God the best way that we know how. Just utilize this time uh, to just, just to do things in a new and different way. So I wanted to be able to to record our church school lesson via podcast because this may be another way in which we can have more people within the body of Christ and who's not, who actually are able to listen to the word of God in a a different platform. Amen. My name is Alberta Taylor, and I am the wife of Reverend Taylor, who is the pastor of New Mount Zion AME Church in Lexington, South Carolina. I'm so grateful for you all joining in today. Our church school lesson today is called Sharing Love. Sharing love. So let's begin. Church school is now in session. And we will begin with our church school creed. I believe my AME church school must grow and grow, and that I must make it a top priority to make it so. Every member of Christian. Every Christian a worker, every worker trained so that a worker need not be ashamed. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We are so thankful for all that you've done, all that you're doing and all that you're about to do. You are a great and magnificent God, a big God who is capable of doing all things. So we thank you for this opportunity to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Sharing love. Our lesson and focus scripture is coming from out of the book of Acts, chapter 4. Verse 32, also chapter 5, verse 11. The key verse reads, Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. Amen. That's the key verse, Acts 4, 32. But I will go ahead and read the entire lesson and focus scripture. Now, the whole group of those who believed 
were of one heart and soul. And no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold the field that belonged to him, then brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. But a man named Ananias, with the consent of his wife, Sapphira, sold a piece of property. With his wife's knowledge, he kept back some of the proceeds and brought only a part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias, Peter asked, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, were not the proceeds at your disposal? How is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You did not lie to us, but to God. Now, when Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died and great fear seized all who heard of it the young men came and wrapped up his body then carried him out and buried him after an interval of about three hours his wife came in not knowing what had happened peter said to her tell me whether you and your husband sold the land for such and such a price. And she said, yes, that was the price. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to put the spirit of the Lord to the test? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Immediately, she fell down at his feet and died. When the young men came in, they found her dead. So they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear seized the whole church and all who heard of these things.
Amen. Amen. Blessed be the reading of the word. Introduction of the church school lesson. This lesson gives significant insights into the kind of love early believers shared in Jerusalem. The events occurred during the beginning stages of the apostolic age. A now diverse body of believers, Jews and Gentiles, who were in Jerusalem when the Holy Spirit arrived on the day of Pentecost have remained in Jerusalem. We can be certain that a large number of believers were in the city at this time. Without giving an accounting of the original number of original believers, Acts 2, 39-41 tells us that 3,000 new believers were added on the day of Pentecost. Amen. The formalized church as we know it had not been established. The increasingly diversified Christian community was referred to as the way. Despite their diversity, unity prevailed in this community. Teaching by the apostles, fellowshipping with each other, breaking bread, praying together, and praising God were hallmarks of a new life for the believers in Acts 2, 42 through 47. This new lifestyle contrasted sharply with the believers' pre-conversion lifestyles and with the lifestyles of other Jerusalem communities. Our key verse describes what happens when God is foremost in our lives and we commit our lives to sacrifice and service that pleases God. A different mentality about possessions developed. This was not a form of communism. Sacrificing within this community was purely voluntary and it was expected only as needed to take care of the community's needs. Distribution was open to anyone who had a need. Consequently, everyone's needs were taken care of. Obviously, some members, like Barnabas, gave more than others. Satan invades in Acts 5, 1 through 11. The story of Ananias and his wife Sapphira is indeed sad. Even in the most sacred settings, Satan can find a way to insert himself. Ananias and Sapphira present serious admonitions about the perils of lying and behaving selfishly and or hypocritically to present ourselves as models for godly living. No one forced either of the two to sell property or to give anything for the community's support. Yet, they conspired together to pretend they were as committed to loving and sharing as everyone else. 
even more revealing is Peter's declaration. You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. These two were also demonstrating a lack of faith in God to provide for their needs. Satan obviously convinced them that this was acceptable behavior. Sankofa lesson, Sankofa portion of the lesson. The late Congresswoman Shirley Chisholm, 1924 through 2005, was noted for speaking the truth as she understood it, regardless of the potential consequences. Reflecting on her perceptions of prevailing inequality and discriminatory practices, Chisholm told a reporter that she became angry during her college experiences. She noted particular distrust for politicians who claim to befriend those whom society relegates to lives, to lives of dis in disenfranchisement and underprivileged existences. Adopting and using the credo unbought and unbossed, Mrs. Chisholm in 1968 became the first African-American woman to be elected to the United States Congress. After serving 14 years in Congress, she became the first African-American woman to seek a major political party's nomination to become president of the United States. One of the most revealing examples of Mrs. Chisholm's honesty occurred shortly after she was elected to Congress. She did not accept traditional thinking that new members should be quiet and accept whatever appointment opportunities might be doled out to them. She vociferously opposed being appointed to a forestry and rural villages committee because she saw no connections between this appointment and the priorities of her Brooklyn New York constituents. She was subsequently offered an accepted appointment to the Veterans Affairs Committee. Although she did not succeed with her bid for nomination to become president, Mrs. Chisholm disagreed with many who dismissed her effort as mere fantasy. As we have seen, particularly in recent years, Mrs. Chisholm was a trailblazer for many women and African-American males who would seek to become president of the United States. Case study of the church school lesson. The Chicago Defender gave life to a greater, more complete truth about American society than any previous publication. The Chicago Defender was a weekly newspaper that filled a serious information gap for and about African Americans. It preceded po popular publications such as Essence, Jet, and Ebony Magazine. Founded in 1905 by Robert Abbott, 
who was the son of slaves. This newspaper was significantly instrumental to the migrations of many African Americans from the South to Northern states. For many African Americans, the newspaper inspired broad visions of better life to be attained. It provided invaluable information on improved jobs and living opportunities that existed outside Southern states. For obvious reasons, distribution of the newspaper was prohibited in the South. However, special secret networks similar to the Underground Railroad were established. Consequently, the publication reached many African Americans in the South and inspired them to make difficult, often dangerous journeys to the northern United States and Canada. For more than a century, the Defender covered all aspects of African American life experiences, from the happiest to the ugliest and most painful. The coverage has included births, deaths, weddings, and so forth, as well as agonizing, detestable events. The latter included details of lynchings, police brutalities against African Americans, discriminatory educational and housing issues, and so forth. Although Mr. Abbott died in 1940, printing and circulation of the newspaper continued. In July 2019, the current owners announced plans to end the print edition, but to continue with digital operations. Life Application of the Lesson the kind of love and unity we see in the community of early believers is unique and definitely not of human design. This was a diverse group of believers, Jews and Gentiles, who experienced phenomenal growth. Remember, 3,000 were added to the number on the day of Pentecost. This community was experiencing both internal and external threats. Externally, there were continuing threats of persecution and annihilation from Herod, Antipas, Pontius Pilate, and co-conspirators they had influenced in Acts 4, 23-28, internal threats resulted from the unprecedented diversity within the community as well as the sheer numbers and accompanying administrative headaches. Acts 6, 1 and 2 revealed some of the daily living problems that arose. Obviously, being able to persevere while staying focused on fulfilling the Great Commission, teaching and maintaining harmony within the community were extraordinary challenges for the apostles. This is where we see the Holy Spirit intervene. 
only through the works of the Holy Spirit can such an accommodating spirit of love and unity develop so quickly. Now, the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. Of course, Ananias and Sapphira were deviants and received the harshest form of punishment. There is not a commandment for Christian life in these scriptures. Instead, we have been provided a prototype to guide us on how we should aspire to live. Noticeably, prayer preceded the main events in this lesson. Afterwards, the presence of the Holy Spirit was manifested among them. Since our congregations are becoming increasingly diverse and differences among congregants are not always easily resolved, consider how this lesson might be applied to your church. Amen. Here are some questions to ponder upon. Number one, how does this model differ from the way your church usually resolves differences? Amen. Number two, what do you believe are the advantages of using this model? And number three, What impresses you most about the early church's communal lifestyle? Amen. Those are just some questions to ponder upon. I would love to get into them, but for time's sake, we'll just close out in the closing devotion because I do not want our recording to shut off. But I thank you so much for tuning in. We will go ahead and close out in closing devotion. Dear Lord, in all circumstances, your ways are superior. In you, we find security, knowing that you will take care of all of our needs. Please forgive us. For the times we hold on to possessions instead of sharing. Teach us to be less judgmental about those who may be in need. And more eager to be conduits through which you will bestow blessings. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Friends and family of our new Mount Zion AME Church for joining in to our church school lesson 
for today via a different platform, via our podcast. We appreciate you so much. Want to tell you that we love you and we want you to remain and stay safe amongst the pandemic COVID-19. Please stay tuned and join us via church service on Facebook Live. Amen, amen. Until next time, until we meet again, be blessed. Bye-bye.